believe in yourself. Again, you know, it sounds so trite, it's so overused, it's so done. And it's also, you really do know, you really do know. As a coach, my belief and my job is to help somebody do what they already know. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Carrie Green of Carrie Green Coaching. Carrie, it's awesome to have you on the show. It is so good to be here. Thank you for inviting me. And I am thrilled to be able to share with your community and get to know everybody really well. So here we go. Here we go, indeed. And I love all the awesome work that you're doing. And before we jumped into having that um, awesome interview, I want to read a little bit more about Carrie so you hear about all the awesomeness that she's doing. And Carrie Green of Carrie Green Coaching is an author, speaker, and a coach. Carrie spent 15 years on Wall Street in marketing and product development for major brokerage firms and the New York Stock, and the New York Stock Exchange. She left after 9-11 to start her own business. Carrie helps business owners understand the true value they bring to their clients' lives and businesses. Carrie's clients get clear on what they want and create simple, straightforward plans to get them there so that they can be profitable and happy. Carrie, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Let's do this. <laughs> awesome. Let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit. I know I touched on it a little bit to hear a little bit more on your CEO story and we'll let you get started with all the awesome work you're doing. So, you know, it's, um, you mentioned 9-11. It's, it really was the start of me as a business owner or as a wannabe business owner. You know, what, what's my life going to look like? I have a degree in economics. I spent 15 years on Wall Street. It ended the, I spent 10 years at the New York Stock Exchange. And really at the exchange, I learned everything not to do as an entrepreneur. And then after the New York Stock Exchange, I spent about, excuse me, two years at a company called Daytech Online. Daytech, I learned everything you should do as an entrepreneur. So I guess it kind of balanced out. Uh, 10 years of the no, two years of the yes, and then I went off on my own. After 9-11, though, um, the company I was working for was bought out by another one out in, um, where are they? Um, right somewhere in the middle of the country. Um, gosh, it's just like totally gone from my brain. Like right in the middle of the country. And I'm in New York. I'm in New York. And was kind of like thinking, like, do I really want to move? Like, take myself and my family away from it all and realize that I had to figure out a way to make it work for myself, um, make it work for my family, uh, do something different. And being that I am in you know, the East Coast, our real estate taxes are just through the roof. So I had to find a way to pay my taxes. And what was so amazing is over the years, my business has done gone through many, many changes and we've all grown, we've all changed. It's been a lot of years, almost 20 years at this point. Um, so I've been through a lot and I've learned a lot. And one of the things that really stayed with me and for all of us to remember, any one of us who's had a job, which is probably just about everybody here, is to remember that just because somebody put a price tag on your head and someone valued, valued you at one thing, doesn't mean that that's what you're worth. So when I went out and I left the, when I left Daytech, I said, okay, Daytech, this is what Daytech, Daytech was paying me. 
now that I no longer work for Daytech, I no longer have to pay for a nanny. I no longer have to have dry cleaning. I no longer have to commute. I no longer have to buy lunch out. I no longer have to do all these things. And this is how much money I need to earn. As opposed to, you know, so I said, this is what Daytech said I was worth. And this is what now what I have left I need to earn. And it took years, honestly, before my brain kind of reworked that and said, now I get to focus on me and what I'm worth by my judgment versus what someone else says. So I don't know. I think I kind of veered around a little bit in my answer, but there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate you doing all the veering because I think it brought us to a phenomenal place because I, I think, and I love that exercise that you kind of talked about because I think so many times, especially if you do work for, you know, in a job, in a position, a lot of times we will attribute our value, you know, as you said so well, to whatever somebody else sees. But so many times, and I love that you mentioned that mind because we sometimes forget that mind plays a part in it kind of thinking more internally rather than rather than externally about like what we're worth and the value that we can provide. And so many, so many times we don't, we forget that the organizations or companies sometimes we work with don't really think about it in term in, in those terms. No, not at all. It, we're just, we're just a piece of it all. We're a piece of their budget as mm -hmm. opposed to what we're really bringing to it. Um, I made this base number really quickly within a year or two. I was no, within a year, really. I was earning what they had paid me minus dry cleaning and commute and lunches mm -hmm. and everything else. It took me about five years to earn a penny more than that because it mm -hmm. was really about working here. Yeah. And you hear so many times, and I don't know if this is, you know, to our detriment that, you know, especially if you leave a position, you're like, I just want to make what I made in my day job. And yeah. I feel like that's a phrase I hear so many times, mm -hmm. not realizing that we're potentially capping ourselves on a mental level as far as like what we're able to do and not even realizing the, I guess, the impediments we're putting there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. 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 So I, I know that touches a little bit upon like how you work with your clients and some of those things that you probably have conversations about and help them to kind of, you know, break through for lack of a better term. Could you take us through a little bit more about that, what that process looks like and how you serve the clients you work with? Absolutely. I'm a coach and, you know, really quite simple. That's what I do. I'm a coach and uh, technically I'm a business coach. And yet I just got off the phone before this conversation here with a brand new client. And what we focused on entirely was her vision for her life and really not her business at all. And really what I look at what it is I do, um, I coach my clients on what they want to, out of their life. My personal goal is fun and happiness. I, if I'm not having fun, I, I don't even bother. One of my rules is if I don't like a client, I don't wanna work with them. I don't wanna see their name on my, on my calendar. As a business owner, I have the ability to say no to, to people I don't like. Um, might not be the nicest thing to do, but I think it's nice to me. And I think in a lot of ways, it's nice to the person also. They want to be liked as well. So when I'm working with my clients, there are a couple of key things we do. Um, one is we certainly work on their business. We work on marketing. We work on sales. We work on what, what we're going to do, how we're going to do, or how we're going to talk to clients how we're going to market, how we're going to um, write our copy, what are we going to do during a presentation, how we're going to structure a speech, you know, all those kind of things, of course. But we do it all while looking at ourselves and making sure that we're valuing ourselves, that we're getting what we need from that presentation to make yourself happy at the end of the day. So when you go to sleep at night, 
you're thinking, okay, it might've been a tough day. Things may not have gone as planned. Someone may have hung up on me. Someone may have said yes to me or no to me or whatever, but all in all, I'm happy. I'm happy with the direction things are going in. I feel like the people I'm interacting with recognize who I am and what I am and why I am and what value I am bringing to this conversation. Um, but when you ask the question, what am I? I'm a coach, <laughs> that's what I do. Uh, I'm a business coach who really is in a lot of ways a life coach. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to ask you for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself or your business or a combination of both, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? I think our secret sauce is something that we always work on. I think it's, um, it's something that we grow into and you know, where your secret sauce is today isn't where your secret sauce is, is, isn't tomorrow. I think it's the same, but I think it grows. And I think for me, it's something that I didn't believe in when I was a kid and when I was on Wall Street. And a lot of it is just to trust myself and my own intuition. I'm a Wall Street person, I'm a business person. I don't talk intuition. I don't talk about spiritual. It's just like, oh, you know, I study economics and business and spreadsheets, like I don't do this stuff. But yet what I've learned over the years is that the more I trust what I call my gut instinct, the better off I am, the better off people around me are. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Remembering to have fun, that if it's not, uh, and that's not, God, it sounds so trite, but not everything is fun in the minute. I get it. Uh, you, know, you pick up the phone again and again and again and it's painful and it's hard. Um, you're running a race and, Every mile you do isn't fun and all the training isn't fun, I know. But just for me, it's to remember that if what I'm leading to and the work I'm putting in isn't leading to something that's going to put a smile on my face, I need to stop and I need to reevaluate. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you happen to a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Believe in yourself. Again, you know, it sounds so trite. It's so overused. It's so done. And it's also, you really do know. You really do know. As a coach, my belief and my job is to help somebody do what they already know. Well, Carrie, truly appreciate that. And, and now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping, hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Carrie, what does being a CEO mean to you? Being a CEO. See, this is where I'm supposed to have said, well, I wish I had seen the questions. And <laughs> I have some really fabulous thing to say. Being a CEO to me is getting to do it my way, um, getting to lead a team of people. And I don't have a huge team, but just a couple of people that work with me in different things. Um, getting to have my vision, getting to impact people the way I want to impact people, getting to, it's really doing it my way. And seeing that, seeing the fruit of my labor be really the fruit of my labor. When I make mistakes, it shows. Um, and when I do something right, it shows also. And all in all, I get to see myself growing. 
So being a CEO to me is learning, growing, doing, um, making mistakes, having fun, getting outside for a minute or two every day, and just really living that life. It really, it, it encompasses it all. Yeah, I absolutely love that definition and perspective. If if I had the rights, I would cue the the Frank Sinatra music as well too, because I think that when you really think about you know business and entrepreneurship, it's really uh, kind of creating your own path and getting to understand what is the thing that you love, what is the north star, what is the thing that's going to keep you going, and then you start to kind of work backwards from there. Which is why I love all the work that you do because so many times we look externally to get the answers where a lot of times those answers are within and you being able to kind of uncover that empower people is so huge towards being able to understand how they want to be CEOs, how they want to be business owners, how you want to ultimately live your life. Yes. Well, thank you. You Definitely. Definitely. So nicely. I try. I try. Well, Carrie, truly appreciate that definition and I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do was just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, get a copy of the book and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Well, how to get a hold of me is really easy. Um, My email address is Carrie at CarrieGreenCoaching.com. It's C-A-R-R-I-E. G-R-E-E-N-E. There's a really annoying silent E at the end of green, coaching.com. So that's how you get a hold of me. Um, my book is, I've got, here, we'll share this one. Because You're Worth It, How to Make More Money by Charging More Money. It's available on Amazon. So you can get it there. Really simple. It is about the value formula that I spoke about. And, you know, when you ask, like, you know, what's one thing that someone could really take away or a couple of things that someone can take away? To me, it's, Believe in yourself. Um, This stuff is hard. Being an entrepreneur is not for everybody. It's hard. Waking up every morning and pushing and doing and the rejection and the the opportunities. And the rejection is one thing, but all of a sudden you get an opportunity for an interview, an opportunity to speak here, an opportunity to do email marketing and to do this thing. And that it's overwhelming and it's hard. And It's not for everyone. If it's not for you, stop. It's really fine. But if it is for you, keep at it. It's doable. It's it's possible. It could give you things that you could never get any other way. It is such a lesson. There's no better way to learn about yourself than to try to have a business. Uh, Such a lesson in personal development. There's nothing like it. And get the support you need whether it's from me, uh, carriegreencoaching.com, you could certainly reach out to me, whether it's through you, whether it's through anybody, don't try to do this alone, you can't. And it's not fair to you, and it's not fair to the people who need your help. Yeah, Carrie, I truly appreciate that message. We will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow Thank up you. with you, get a copy of all the awesome things that you're working on as well, too. But I appreciate you for, you know, that that final word. I think so many times, especially in this uh, microwave, I guess, society, sometimes we feel like everything's kind of quick and easy. It's, it's not dirty. It's not mucky. Um, but in reality, it often is. And that's why we've kind of talked about that, um, that, that joy, not that everything's joyous, but that that joy is sometimes what keeps you going throughout the the less than ideal times. And I think um, so many times people don't realize that journey, don't realize sometimes the the challenge of running a business. And 
when they get kind of hit in the face, they get, they, they stop. So I appreciate you so much for the work that you do, obviously for mentioning that as well too, because I think that helps people be more likely to succeed by understanding what they're walking into. Mm -hmm. Um, So thank you so much again. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I am CEO podcast powered by CB nation and blue 16 media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.